Hi, welcome to the Pedestrian Fest podcast. My name is Michael Amland, where we talk about whatever we want to talk about. Dennis Mellon? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, how are things? Good. Really good. I had uh, had quite a busy weekend. I was uh, had a shoot in Miami, starting a feature down there, and then I had to run up to Orlando uh, for Sunday night to, uh, to finish up a movie up there. So I've just been... And it, it's interesting, Michael. I had a... Um, a call with my manager and an executive producer from London at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, wow. And yeah. To know me, I don't oh. sleep much as it is. So I, uh, it was an interesting call. I got offered a pretty big role and, um, that's you know, exciting. you know, and I'm like, you know, can I wake up? Am I, am I dreaming? Is this a nightmare? I mean, what are we doing? You know, right. so it was just, uh, it was really a great weekend and glad I'm on the show. Glad we're kicking it off here and having fun, you know? Absolutely. Well, I, you know, I, I look forward to hearing what that project would be, and mm-hmm. uh, I hope it wasn't too uh, too oppressively hot down in Florida. <laughs> well, it's uh, you know, it's uh, they call it God's waiting room. I think it. I think because it's also part of hell, it could get up to 105. And uh, yeah, thank God I've got a good car. That's all I got to say about that. You know, absolutely. You need that AC. <laughs> yeah. Where are you from, sir? We are in uh, Virginia, uh, specifically oh. Hampton Roads, Virginia. So like Virginia Beach. Uh, oh, beautiful. I love it up there. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, speaking of, you know, kind of traveling, we, we, my wife and I just got back from Cancun, Florida uh, last week. We went on a little vacation and uh, I felt so bad for everybody back home, you know, because Cancun was surprisingly not that hot. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we had nothing or good days it rained like a little bit for, for kind of like half a day but i would just sure. look at the weather app for people back up and just be like oh god i'm sorry yeah right i'm going to be but, up in the northeast at the end of the month for uh for a few days i've got a shoot then i've got some family thing to attend and getting together with a bunch of friends from high school and stuff so i've got some travel coming up myself so it's pretty exciting awesome and it sounds like you do quite a bit of traveling for for your roles and stuff and uh just to kind of you know let our, our listeners know, can you just kind of walk us through like kind of, you know, who you are and kind of what, what your career is? Sure. Sure. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, Dennis Mallon, M-A-L-L-E-N. I'm on every social media platform. So if I can help anybody with anything at all, please, please reach out to me. Uh, I've been acting, uh, producing for over 25 years now. 
uh, born and raised in New Jersey. Um, I was a technology exec back in the day. I was uh, in financial. I was a financial professional and just having fun with uh, with the acting. You know, New York City actor moved down to Florida eight years ago now. I can't believe it's eight years. Wow. But I've just been I've been really busy. I, I'm rolling from project to project, whether it's a small project, an indie, a feature with an X million dollar budget, national commercials. And just been really fortunate, Michael, that, you know, it's a it's a real small market down here. And quite frankly, I would even argue New York, as big as it is, it's small because everybody knows everybody. Right. And, you know, you, you really you know, I look at it. I've always been an entrepreneur and uh, in this business, you're still an entrepreneur. OK, right. you're running your own business. And every day I work hard to push the ball forward, either auditioning uh, making making phone calls, doing whatever I need to do to further the business. You know, it's the same concept as I did in my technology company. It's same concept I, I used as a financial professional. And uh, I think it's what it's what propelled me and has allowed me to build such a great network of people uh, because they know my work. They know my work ethic and I'm integrity based. So it's fun. So surprisingly a good work ethic and a positive attitude and good networking paid off. Well, you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, 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 yeah. we laugh about it, but bottom yeah, line, like, you know, what, what else, yeah. what else is there? Push come to shove. Cause there's only two things I can control. And I see this all the time. And you know, what are they really my work ethic and my attitude, you know, right. if I've got a poor work ethic and a poor attitude, guess what? <laughs> I don't care if I'm selling widgets. I'm not going far at all. Exactly. But, you know, it's the tenacity that one brings to the table. And that's really what it comes down to. You know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And it's yeah. so applicable. That's so applicable to any vertical, to any business, to really anything across the board. And, you know, like I said, I'm just having fun with it. That's awesome. It really sounds that way too. I, I mean, I, I've talked to kind of a, a wide range of, of entertainers and some are mm -hmm. you know, kind of more on the cynical end. So it's always a pleasure. Uh, are you still there? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear okay. me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I was saying so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's no, okay. it's, it's, it's always, uh, you know, whenever I meet uh, the ones that, that understand that you, you know, it's, it's that daily effort. It's that, uh, like you said, you're up at 3 a.m. on the phone or you're on a shoot. You know, you, you got to get out there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, it's 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 pretty interesting. My, my family doesn't doesn't understand what I do or know what I do, which, quite <laughs> frankly, I'm fine with that. But you know, dreams aren't pursued and dreams aren't achieved between nine to five. Right, they're not. You know, entrepreneurs work to achieve their goals when everybody else is sleeping. Yeah, and the earlier in your life that you realize that, and the earlier in your in your life where you embody that you're on your way. You're on your way. And if you have a dream on your heart, there's nothing, there's nothing that's going to stop you. You just have to be faithful, keep doing what you need to do and everything will work itself out. So, you know, when I, I got home 3am uh, from Orlando and, you know, I was energized yet I was exhausted. And usually I'll go jog two miles or I'll go work out and just be able to pass out. I came in, said hi to my cats and just passed out. 
<laughs> and it was just, it was just funny. So, you know, I got up and then I'm, I'm going through my notes. I'm going through now I've got two scripts in my inbox, both of which are from London, which cool. is interesting. And, um, I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading them both trying to kind of balance and reading them both. And, you know, they're both just top notch scripts. They really are with the, uh, with the call that I received from, uh, from Charles Brooks and Leanne Suddick from, from London, Charles is uh, part of my management team out in LA. Hmm. You know, Charles is, is desperately, get, you've got to answer this call. You've got to get on the call now, now. And I'm like, Charles, you know, okay, it's one o'clock over by you. It's, it's four o'clock by me, not even knowing it's 10 AM over in London. So I'm like, can I, can I get up? Can I, you know, take this call and, you know, spoke, spoke to Leanne Suddick, great person, you know, uh, quite the lady, quite the writer. And she basically said, look, I've been watching your work now. I've been watching you for over a year. See you on social media. You've got a great presence. Uh, I love the work that you put out. I love the shorts that you've done. Um, your references, you're just, you're great at what you do, Dennis. We'd love to offer you the lead role. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'll work for anybody. I'll do anything for anybody. I, I never say no, though I've said no twice recently, and I'll get into that. Um, you know, they, they said, you know, we, we, we went for this A-list or we spoke to this gentleman, and I can't give you the name right now, and he's unavailable, but we're glad you're available. And Charles, of course, your manager, loves you and recommends you highly. And Dennis, I think you'll be great for this role. Now, they gave me the name of the A-lister. And I, I had a, I'm like, look, it's four o'clock. Can I take a shower and call you right back? Right. I get off the phone and I was like, wait, 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 what? I, wait. So I call, I call Charles. I go, dude, I'm taking this movie from who? Yeah, isn't that great? And I'm like, I'm like, wait, that is, that's surreal. That is surreal. So after I shed a few tears, because I was so humble to, to get this wow. and to be in that, you know, to be in that same vernacular with that gentleman, I was like, okay, here's reality. Just take a deep breath. Just be cool about it. You're a professional. But I was like, whoa, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's crazy. It's it's like a career changing role, Michael. It just, I, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm so excited. I'm so blessed, man. Doors are opening and, you know, it's, it's a definition of luck. It's definition of luck is when preparedness meets opportunity. Absolutely. You never know what's going to happen, man. You got to be open to it, you know? Yeah. Uh, can you give us any hints of kind of the, this project or, any, um, I mean, it could be the most like off the wall. It's a psychological feature. Okay. That I love stuff like that. My character's name is Dr. Tanner. Nice. Uh, it, it's on IMDb. Okay. So they already, uh, they already put that out there with my name on it, which, you know, I was really kind of, kind of shocked at that. It's uh, we're, we're, they, they said about having, a twenty million dollar budget. Wow! And the name of the movie is "When Angels Cry," the forgotten okay. children. It's a thriller. I, I'll read the log line because it's out there. The small, safe community Cra uh, Cradle Mountain, Northern Tasmania, is left reeling in shock and fear after Savannah and Stormy's short lives are senselessly snuffed out. The much-loved Isabella Kent disappears without a trace from the ethereal realm. Little Stormy unravels deadly secrets about neurosurgeon Doctor Tanner's me ultra mind control program and the truth about five little girls murdered at a convent oh wow dun, okay. dun, dun. right 
dun dun dun. The 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 rest yeah. come buy a ticket. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm intrigued. I, I will check that out. That sounds great. What uh, what kind of you know, what do you look for in a script? I, I saw in your profile you said you you prefer kind of like broken characters. Does that mean kind of like antiheroes, or does that mean just somebody well, psychologically interesting to you? Well, you, you know, it's interesting. You, you remember, you know, I I hark back to Christian Bale in American Psycho. Right. Okay. What an amazing role. What an amazing actor. Yeah. Um, I hark back to James McAvoy. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah. different things that he's done. I, I think Split. it was the movie, I think it was <laughs> the movie Glass, where he or played Glass five different characters. Yeah. He played five different psycho, you know, characters. That's just right. amazing. So when I say broken characters, and kind of my, my one of my managers came up with that, because there's a lot more meat. And what I mean by meat, there's a lot more depth of character in roles of that nature. Anybody, and I take uh, no disrespect, and I take nothing away from anybody, it's easier to play a rom-com. Okay? Oh, yeah, absolutely, it's, yeah. It's easier to play the Lily White Sheriff. Sure. Okay? How about the mean guy? How about the psycho killer? And, and again, I'm not, <laughs> please don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah. when, when I say characters that are broken, whenever I do my, my homework, whenever I do my character development, I go pretty deep. And I spend time with the writer to really develop that and to really make sure that I'm on the same page with that, with the writer, you know, mm -hmm. and you know, 50% of the time, eh, 60, 70% of the time I am on the right page and they're wowed at how deep I go. Now, you know, it's not that I've got my own upbringing to draw from because I, I grew up, you know, middle-class Carney, New Jersey, you know, uh, you know, brother and sister. I'm the oldest of three. Nice. You know, white picket fence type of family, stuff like that. My father was a um, was a blue collar guy, worked for the utility company. My mother was the entrepreneur. You know, I wasn't beaten. I was, you know, I got the little slap when I needed it, you know. Yeah. Um, back in the day, you can, you can do that. But I, it's not that I've got all this dark stuff to draw from. I just have, and this is one of my mentors telling me, I've got an innate ability to just go there. And mm. I learned early on, Michael, that I'm a method actor. I, I did one of my first forays into acting was doing stage. I was in Of My Cement. I was Lenny. Now, wow. Okay. If, if you know the character, I mean, the yeah. great John Malkovich did Lenny. So, right. you know, I ain't no Malkovich. You know, he says I, I admire the man dearly. And um, I've actually never seen the film. I, I've read the book. It is the great Gary Sinise. Gary okay. Sinise and John Mackwitz. I recommend wow. watching it. It's it's a classic on its own. But Ooh. you know, Lenny is is a pretty complicated guy. Right. You know, he's he's I don't know what the PC word is. He, he's he's got a handicap. He's he's yeah. challenged with stuff, you know? So yeah. he's a gentle giant, and Gary Sinise's character keeps keeps him balanced, but nobody nobody understands him. So right. I was contracted to to do 10 shows. And I was living in New Jersey at the time, going back and forth from New York, Manhattan to New Jersey. And after the third show, I'm just crying hysterically. Oh, I'm I'm sure, yeah. You know, I'm crying. I'm a mess. And, uh, you know, I call my mentor. You know, I'm like, dude, the guy's name is Jim Demonic. Jim used to teach at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts and Sciences. And just, you know, just a great guy. One of my best friends. I called him the other day when I got that role in tears. <laughs> so that's awesome yeah i'm so, sure he was stoked 
I, you know, he's so pumped for me. And he said, well, obviously, Dennis, you're a method actor. And I go, Jim, I don't know what that means, man, but I quit. This is, this is too taxing. So, you know, he goes, you know. I'm Madam Chris. And I'm Madam Amy. And we're the hosts of the Madam's Podcast, where it's all about movies, minus the mansplaining. Every week, we discuss a film that fits into a quirky theme for the month. And there's plenty of bonus content on our Patreon feed, too. So if you're looking for commentary that'll make you laugh and think, you found your new favorite show. New episodes of The Madams drop on Mondays, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Madams Pod, or on our website, themadamspod.com. method actor look at method actors you got robin williams rest in peace heath ledger rest in peace right seymour hoffman rest in peace uh christian bale al pacino kenneth branow you need to know how to shake it you need to know how to go there now i don't know if this could be taught or it can just be caught that i don't know but i know for myself certain things that i need to do afterwards i need to need to change my physicality I need to go swim. I need to go run. I need to go pick up some weights. So I know how to manage that, you know, right. and, and that's, you, you need to, to manage your instrument and know what to do and know what's best for you and, uh, and go from there. I mean, I just had a small role in an indie film uh, up in Orlando. And um, I don't know if you saw the picture. I think I put them out there in social media. Well, I'm dressed in all black. And I'm supposed to walk by this guy. This guy's lazy, just just looking at his cell phone, head down. And I walk by him and I put my shoulder into him. Well, I lit this guy up. I, I, I lit him up and we did about a dozen takes. And I go big. If the director wants to take me back, take me down. But I go big. And on the first take, I hit him so hard, I spun him around. He almost fell. Mm-hmm. Now, wow. It was applicable to my role. I had to show that strength. I had to show that attitude. I had to, I had to create a nefarious nature, if you would. Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I was apologizing to the guy afterwards because if I was sore, I know he was hurting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but then one of my buddies like, dude, you look like a linebacker running through the line. I go, it is what it is, man. You hired hey. me to do this. I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure they they loved it on you know looking back on the, the footage. So that that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and they, they did um, uh, Joseph uh, Almeida. He's cool. got um, he did this one scene with me, and it basically it it looks so good, so shadowy. It was kind of Alfred Hitchcockian, cool. Alfred Hitchcock esque. Right, Just the shadows, even like um, The Exorcist. The, okay. You know, the, the 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 priest with the shadows and the yeah. light with with the lamp. Oh my gosh, it was such a great look. Such a great look. So, Ooh. you know, it's a matter of getting out there and working with everyone and just just trying to make magic, man. Just trying to trying to enjoy what we have and and run with it and enjoy. Absolutely. Uh, you know, as far as kind of like the state of. Uh, kind of the entertainment industry. How do you feel about it? I mean, I feel like more broadly, we're kind of seeing this uh, kind of pushback to sort of like a superhero thing. Um, 
you know, I'm seeing kind of more of a return or seeing kind of more of like kind of the indie films and kind of more different genres are coming to the sure. fore again. What, what do you anticipate, you know, is going to happen in the next like three to five years, you think? Well, I, I know I've got my personal goals mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I, and I really feel that I'm positioned and in a great, uh, uh, in a great area right now to really hit that and make that happen. Now, from more of a macrocosm, I think it's a great place to be in the business. Mm-hmm. You know, every other day, there seems to be a new streaming service coming out. Right. Every other day, there's new content. And I've got to tell you, Michael, I, I have scripts coming across my desk, and each one is dramatically, distinctly different. That's awesome. You know, I, I played, yeah. I played um, it's going to be a web series. I played President Del Soto. You still there? Huh. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, I'm right here. President Del Soto. I'm the first Latin American president, the 50th American president. Right. And we right. finally made contact. So wow. you've got that going on to playing a role like I just did and everything else. So it's really, it's really interesting. I, I tell you all this because look at Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay. Look at Dune. Look at what's another good series? Boba Fett. Just anything that a big company, Disney, you know, Apple, uh, everything that's going on, HBO, Game of Thrones. How many A listers were really on Game of Thrones? Two, maybe yeah. three. And then, and then you three. had relatively new faces. Right. Okay. That's what's going on in the industry today. Mary met, Mer- Mer- uh, sorry, what's her first name? Meriwether. What is her first name? Oh my gosh. Don't get old. Um, <laughs> A casting director over on over on West Palm Beach, Mindy Merriweather. My apologies. I, I love Mindy. My apologies. Mindy Merriweather out in West Palm Beach. She put something out. and she, We spoke, I guess, a while ago. And she goes, look, if you can keep yourself busy through COVID, at, of which I was swamped, and you keep pushing the ball forward every day, people are going to notice. And once things start to open up and normalize again, you're going to be very busy. Right. Because... You know, they're not looking to pay the multi-million dollars anymore to the A-listers, knowing that there's a lot of talent out there. Right. So you just have to put your head down, grind, 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 do whatever you need to do, paid gigs, non-paid gigs, extra gigs, supporting gigs, lead gigs. You need to do it all. You need to do it all. And rest assured, people are noticing. Case in point, my friend over in London. Dennis, I've been watching you on social media for over a year now. Exactly. You're busy. Right. Here's someone that pulls the purse strings. Here's someone that can have the pick of the litter. Wow. I've been watching you, Dennis. And I'm like, wow, this is working. This is cool. Now, one might argue that I'm overexposed in social media, but I'll 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 argue with you that once I get to be like Daniel Day Lewis, <laughs> right. Then I'll go dark and fall off the face of the earth. Right, exactly. But until then, yeah. until then, I want to be like Dwayne Johnson. Right. Okay. Yeah. The Rock is all over social media every yeah. day, all the time. Yeah. Okay. So you got to find the balance. And, you know, I, I don't get into sex, politics, religion, because who cares? Right. But, you know, I, I go into, you know, what I'm doing with my business, what I'm doing with my life. And, I've got a social media manager and he said to me a while ago, he goes, you were just, you've got such an interesting life. He goes, you need to TikTok. I go, ah, that's for kids. 
He goes, no. He goes, you need to be out there, okay, because that's what's going on, and people are getting noticed. Right. And, and they're building it left, right, and center. So, Yeah. I mean, my, my next question was going to be, well, what do you think people should do that want to get into this? <laughs> well, I think that know, really lays it out. <laughs> I, I coach, I coach mm-hmm. new actors every now and again. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not an acting coach, but I will coach you. I will help position you. I'll help you with your acting. I'll introduce the agents. I'll tell you what I do because you know, the best teachers, in my opinion, lead by example. They'll right. show you a good example. They're not going to sit back, you know, in the ivory tower and say, this is what you need to do. I'm going to show you what I do. Right. So if I can keep leading by example, um, you know, you, you want to, you know, the, the best form of flattery is plagiarism. Right. Just do what I do. Case in point, I got a call today. Excuse me. I called a producer today. Um, of a company that I've worked for before. I've done two, I've done three commercials with this gentleman. And um, I'm like, hey man, you know, I saw you put out a casting. He goes, yeah, look, it's the same product you did two months ago. And I start laughing. I go, okay, so you, you, you obviously can't cast me. I go, but I've got a young Asian guy that I'm coaching that I think would be perfect. He's like, really? I go, yeah. He goes, that's terrific. We, we want to do different things, blah, 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 blah. I go, do you mind if I have him call you? Yeah, yeah. And you coach him, Dennis? Oh, yeah, I coach him. Oh, man. Well, let me call. Let me talk to him right now. Boom. There it is. That's what this business is. Now, if I did a crappy job with this producer, and if I was unprofessional, and Mm -hmm. I didn't have a good work ethic, do you think he would have taken my call? No. Probably not. Do you think he would have been open and uh, amiable to my recommending someone? Probably not. But here we are. So right. that's that's how it happens. I mean, that's, you know, if you can understand that it's show business, not show friends, mm-hmm. and you can work it like a business and keep it professional, you're going to make it. You're going to make it happen. Just don't get too high. Don't get too low. You know, I, I get a call. I'm working with a lot of, a lot of new actors, a lot of different actors, which I'm really excited about. That's great. And, you know, I'm kind of the gray hair, I guess. So, you know, call me. And they're like, well, what do you think? Well, wait, when are we going to get the contracts? When are we going to make this happen? I'm like, what are you worried about? Well, I'm so excited. Do you think? I go, look. I go, I don't get excited. They're like, what do you mean? Look, until the contract's signed and I get half my money, until the director says action and I'm on set, I don't get excited. Right. Okay. I've got a good uh, attitude. I'm, ex- I, you know, I'm, I'm positive about it, mm-hmm. but come on, you know, if 50% of the things I have in pre-production actually get done, Michael, that's a good year. Right. If a hundred percent of the things that I've got in pre-production <laughs> get done, I'm busy for the next five years. That's awesome. Okay. But, but do you, uh, you, you, do you get my point? Do you understand where yes. I'm going? Yeah. You know, you can't sit around and wait for the white elephant. Right. You know, you got to go out and pick up the little, the little spots, the little this, the little that, um, while you're waiting for the big hit. And that, that's that's business. Exactly. That's business. I mean, you know, I, I don't know if they teach this in business 101, but we all want the twenty million dollar film. We all want the lead role. But in the interim, what are you going to do? You're going to sit on your hands and wait for uh, wait for Godot. You, you're going to wait for the bus to pass by. No, you've got to keep pushing. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think they teach it quite enough. 
mm. that yeah you, you you do have to have that drive that that's part of it mm-hmm. uh, and you've got to be goal specific mm-hmm. you know i i don't want to be i don't want to be part of a club that wants me as a member right clubs don't pay right okay now it's every you know it's good to be part of clubs you can hone your skills you can you know network with people as i do okay mm-hmm. but are you looking to make this a career are you looking to make a real move at this it's it's if you're looking to make a real move at this you've got to make some sacrifices oh. you've got to you've got to put right out that business plan you've got to write out those goals cuz guess what it works it works but you know work is a dirty four letter word you know it's not dirty to be i mean i, I like <laughs> work you know well nor i but yeah. you get my point man it's yeah just... oh yeah <laughs> no i uh you know especially i mean it's easy to say it, but yeah if you, if you enjoy what you're doing it's, it's not going to feel like work although yeah. I, I mean sometimes that's good too you know to get yeah. that anxiety work through that you know, problem or stress or whatever mm-hmm. yeah um, i mean when i'm on set i i pretty much stay to myself you know, and not that I'm, you know, off-putting, but it's important that I focus. It's important that I stay within my character. It's it's just important to me. I mean, I'm getting paid to do something. Right. You want to network. You want to go build a friendship. Let's go get a beer once we're done. But once we're on set, and I got to tell you, nine times out of ten, somebody come up to me, break, and say, hey, man, I really I, I want to talk to you about this, uh, talk to you about a role I think you'd be perfect for. And I always say, hey, that's terrific. You know, let me focus on this. I'd love to talk once we're done. You know, so yeah. respect the job that you have right. um, and be open to knowing one job will be got another job. Right. One opportunity will bring on another opportunity. Yeah, that's like the business to business, you know, mythology. It's like the ne- this meeting needs to lead to the next meeting and yeah, you know, so on. Yeah. And the quicker people learn that, the quicker people realize that, uh, the better off they'll be. But, you know, I had a conversation. I'm, I'm coaching this one young guy. And, you know, he, he works. He works in the entertainment business. He works for a big company down here in Florida. And, you know, he goes 7 a.m. To, to 3 p.m. And I said, okay. I go, what hours of the day are you going to dedicate to this? He's like, well, what do you mean? I go, well, you know, you need to put together your goals for me. Tell me what your goals are. Okay. And I'm going to tell you what you need to do to achieve your goals, the time you need to put in and stuff like that. Oh, I get home. I'm tired after work. All right. Well, your goals need to be so big that they scare you, but you need to be willing to sacrifice to achieve those goals. So, you know, it's kind of that conundrum, right? Right. We all want success. We all want notoriety. We all want the big paycheck. But the bottom line, we're not willing to do what it takes. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's, that's such a great way to phrase it. You know, so big, they scare you. I mean, that's, yeah. that is how you get to that, that level of, you know, notoriety. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm fortunate. In the business life that I've had, you know, I consider Ed Milet. If you don't know that name, he's got one of the most profound, top-notch business personal con, uh, podcasts out there. But I've been fortunate enough to know him for 20 plus years. Wow. And he's kind of been the mentor from afar. I've seen him dozens of times on stage. I read his books. And 
you know, it's kind of interesting. Success leaves clues. Mm -hmm. Regardless yeah. of the business, regardless of the approach, success leaves clues. So if you find a good mentor like that and you can read good books, but here's the thing, you have to apply at the speed of knowledge, at the speed of, of reading it. And you've got to catch the nuggets and put them in place. Exactly. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe I'm too idealistic and there are other people out there that just walk in and, oh my God, you're hired. Look at you. I've never been that guy. Right. But I will outwork you, you know? Exactly. That's, that's what I bring to the table. Yeah. I mean, I, it, of course we can be envious of those that just seem to have it. But uh, yeah, I mean, that that's the, the only way that can be learned really is to get yeah. that, that work ethic. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's what it comes down to. Even, yeah. even doing podcasts, man. I mean, I, I still appreciate being on your show. Oh, we you appreciate know? you coming on. And, uh, and it, it's, it's a major part of the journey because, you know, you have a fan base, you have a following that I wouldn't have, act, wouldn't have access to unless, you know, we do stuff like this. So, and I'm not looking for fans. I'm looking for more friends, you know? Right. I'm looking for people that want to join this journey, want to be part of this journey and just, you know, celebrate it with us. I mean, that's, that's really what it's all about to me, you know, how, how we can, how we can share this, you know? Yeah. That's, that's my favorite aspect of, of doing this. And you, know, you, you learn so much from, from such a wide range of people. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're getting pretty close on time here. I'm, I'm okay. going to do some kind of rush questions if you don't mind. Sure. Do your thing, man. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh no, you're fine. Um, so first, uh, what would you say your top five favorite movies are? If you just no thought process, just what, what comes to mind? Godfather one, two, three. Nice. Um, Oh my God. Gladiator. Gladiator. Um, Dune. 80s version, 2022 version. Nice list. Star Wars, every Star Wars movie out there, and all the and all the appended bodies, regardless of how the critics think about it. I'm a Star Wars guy. I think that's why I'm 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 in this business, and they do no wrong. So what was that about? Fifteen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that that's was awesome. off the cuff. Uh, top five favorite uh, music artists. Oh, geez. What what era? What genre? <laughs> any era does any genre. Oh, geez. Okay. Because I, I get into that <laughs> argument all the time and ask what decade, what genre. Okay. Uh, U2. Seen nice. them seven times in concert, though. I worked, awesome. I walked out on the Zoropa tour. Why is that? Just wasn't uh, it entertaining? They, they went too poppy for me. Okay. I, come, I come from a gritty Scotch-Irish town. Right. U2 is our band. Right. Um, the, the Joshua Tree is the last great album. Yeah, that's, um, I mean, it's amazing. Depeche Mode. Saw them six, seven times in concert. Awesome. Uh, re rest in peace. You know, um, Andrew Fletcher. Fletch. Right, yeah. Great, uh, great, great artist. Uh, Rush. You know, rest in fan. peace, Neil Peart. Yeah. Um, you said three? Uh, I usually go with five. But, <laughs> I mean, those are three pretty heavyweight. Yeah, titleists. So yeah, what else? I mean, the, the, if you ask me, genre, decade. <laughs> All right. Well, see, yeah, we, we could do the last two by decade. So let's see. I'm, let's. I'm, I'm like <laughs> AD. I'm ADD at times. So right. you know the the Smiths, 
slash yeah. Morrissey. Oh yeah. Because yeah. the Smiths were amazing. And I think Mr. Mr. Patrick James Morrissey, if he's I, off his Ritalin, he makes magic. Though I'm not going to pay a thousand dollars to take it to see him. My apologies. And, yeah. I, and sting the yeah. police, police slash sting, you know, why, Absolutely. why he left at the top of their career is really, it's really telling on the level of intelligence and the depth of Sting. Right. Okay. Because he left the police in synchronicity at the yeah. top of their, uh, of their stardom. Yeah. The, the top of the top. He said enough. He walked out and did his own thing and he's, he's just huge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> great questions, by the way. Oh yeah, no great answers. Uh, Thank you. I, I'm pretty pretty envious. You've saw them saw them so many times. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I've spent stupid money over the years, man. I mean, being yeah. in Florida, being close to the Emily Arena in Tampa. Yeah, uh, I can give you. I I send you the list of the concerts I've gone to. It's crazy. That's awesome. Crazy yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see that. Uh, so you're you know you're a really thick guy, very athletic. Um, Thank you. Do you have? Hey, yeah, no, you're welcome. Um, do you have any kind of, uh, you know, kind of fitness tips that you've been, you found or any new insights you found lately in that realm? Sure. Sure. Well, you know, first off, when you go to the gym, go, go there for yourself. Right. I've been working out in one way, shape or form since sophomore year in high school. And I was a tall, skinny little, little thing. I was on the rowing team in junior year in high school and I was 145 pounds. So six, one, one all legs looking pretty skinny. Right. Go if you're gonna go to the gym, do it for yourself. Be consistent. Now I've got an MMA movie at the end of September called Champion. And okay. I've got I've got like a Mickey role from Rocky. Okay. Know? I'm yeah. like I'm like a trainer. I'm like the owner of the gym, and I'm really acerbic. I'm really in your face. Yeah. So, you know, I I figured I, in talking to the producers, I should gain some weight, muscle weight. So. I've been able to put on five pounds over the past six weeks. Wow. Now I finally found, and it's taken me quite a few years to find out what works for me. I, I increased my protein intake, doubled my protein intake, and I've been taking um, creatine. I've okay. been taking creatine. I don't take the powder. I take the pills. Okay. I take them in the morning before I go to the gym, and that's it. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to get my goal is to put on five more pounds. So I'm using Jay Cutler. Uh, I think he's Mr. Olympia. You know, just the guy's guy's just huge. He's just, I'm using his workout routine and it's a build mass routine. I'm doing it. I just did 12 weeks of it. I'm going to do another 12 weeks of it. Now, mind you, I'm still working hard to keep my six pack. So I'm not eating crap, Michael. Right. You know, I, I'm trying to eat good food six meals a day while doubling my protein and doing creatine. And, you know, I, I put on some size and I, I feel really good about that. But I'm going to cut down once I get to 205. I'm going to change it up because you have to tweak your body every now and again. You've got to shock your body. You want good results. You've got to do something different every three, six months. So that's kind of that's kind of what I found works for me. And uh, what uh, what my game plan is? That's awesome, outstanding. Thank well, you. thank you so much again for coming on uh, the podcast. Uh, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to 
to seeing, uh, you know, your, your career, it, it sounds like it's just kind of going up and up and up. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And uh, we're definitely going to be promoting uh, all your new projects when they, when they come out. I'm definitely looking forward to when angels cry and, you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll keep our eye out. Uh, so once again, thank you for coming on. Uh, oh, thank, thanks so much for having me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> excuse me. If I can help anybody with anything, Michael, um, you know, I, you and I found each other on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on the truth, whatever, you know, if I can help anybody with anything, keep in mind, I'm not a bank. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm not a bank, but if I can help anybody with anything, please reach out. And uh, thank you so much for your time today, Michael. I really, I really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, man, let let's keep in touch. And as things proceed, let's definitely talk again. We'll do. Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Pedestrian at Best podcast. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or anywhere else that you may be listening. You can add us on Twitter, just search at Pedestrian, or you can add us on Instagram, just search Pedestrian at Best Podcast. We hope you are doing well, and thanks for listening.